I am Barrington Brennan, a counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. Today, we continue part two of the series, Let's Get Ready for School. Part two, Let's Get Ready for School. I'm sharing tips and some principles to help parents and students get ready for school and how to have a good school year. So today, I continue with part two with some tips, especially for parents. Listen, the first one is, do not ask your children, do you have homework? Never do that. Asking your children, do you have homework today? You see, that's not good. One of the best parenting tools is to teach your children that there is always homework, even if the teacher does not give a homework assignment. And for most parents, or should I say many parents, when they ask, do you have homework, and the child says no, they leave it right there. They're actually training their children to lie. Most children will lie or, or tell part truth, meaning they have it, but it can wait till the next day. Okay, or the next week. And uh, now, what a parent can do if they ask, do you have homework? They can just follow up and say, okay, bring me your school bag. Let me look at your school work. <laughs> and if that happens, the child will know that the parent will find out that they have homework. But in principle, avoid asking, do you have homework? It's important for students to know that they always have homework. The daily, the standard daily homework assignment is reviewing what has been done in class during the day. And if there is no direct homework assignment by the teacher for the day, it should be understood that the child will spend at least 90 minutes, one hour and a half, reviewing, reviewing or redoing the day's schoolwork. That can be the understanding and the principle that the children know they will operate under. Asking if your child has homework may simply be giving the permission for your child to not tell the truth. Furthermore, when the parents accept the answer and just say okay, it is setting up the child for failure. Parents are not to appear disinterested in their children's schoolwork. When parents are active in the school life of the children, it makes it easier for them to succeed. Parents should have random, unannounced checks of the school bags, assignment books, and also textbooks. If they do not have a regular program of doing it every day, sometimes, especially for the older ones, a random, unannounced check of their school bag and schoolwork will be good. Even if the parent has no knowledge or skill in the specific subject, it is imperative that the parent check on neatness, handwriting, incomplete assignments, etc. So remember this first tip, parents. Do not ask your child this question. Do you have homework today? Here's tip number two. Attend, attend parent and teachers association meetings. It is so important for parents to regularly or as often as is possible to attend the school's parent and teachers association. It is a time when important information is given out 
to the parents, and parents can understand the dynamics of the school, the goals and principles of school operations, and also it gives the message to the children that the parents are interested in what they are doing. So this is extremely important, attend parent and teachers association meeting. I've lived in about three different countries, and all of them had some form of parent-teachers association meetings. It may not be called specifically that, but it's the meeting that is held whether quarterly or monthly or several times of the school year when the parents and the teachers um, meet with the principals to get announcements, to share goals and ideas, and so forth. Here's tip number three. Make sure your children have a good breakfast. Now, I've talked about this many times before. A good tip to give your child the boost for a good school day and a good school year is having good breakfast. Rich in protein, complex carbohydrates, and complex carbohydrates, and fruit. Okay, it is good that parents take having breakfast seriously. Parents actually train their children from small, the minute they start going to preschool and primary school, when they're able to go by themselves, that they can decide what they want to eat. So they give them $3 or $5 in the hand, and you go to the school kitchen and buy what you want. So parents are not even unsure the good breakfast or what kind of breakfast their children are having. Now, I am quite aware that we have some unique situations in some of our growing countries, like the Bahamas, Jamaica, and other countries, and even in industrial countries, where parents work early shifts in the mornings and have to leave their children at home in charge of an old child or someone else, so they are not aware of what their children eat. But on the other hand, there are some parents who actually would make their children's breakfast, although they leave early, and have trained them to be disciplined to eat it. So make sure they need that good nutrition for the brain, not only for the muscles. Okay, that's very important. Then tip number four. All right, make sure your child sees you reading the newspaper and reading books and reading the Bible. It is very important for intellectual and spiritual growth and academic growth for children to see their parents' involvement in these things. The parent may not be studying, but the child has been asked to go to school, to do research, to study, to write, and they never see the parent doing much of that themselves. Uh, That can be discouraging to some students, or should I say not motivating. What's the use? What's the interest? My parents are not doing that. My parents don't read. My parents don't even read the newspaper. Okay, so letting them see you read the newspaper in depth, uh, listening to the news in depth, reading the Bible in depth, encourage them for spiritual growth. You see, they learn very well from what they read what they read in a newspaper. In fact, a good principle is to have your child read the newspaper every day or at least two or three times a week. At least pick out what are the key uh, activities or news items in the, in, the, in the week. This is very important for civic understanding and intellectual growth and so forth. So parents, make sure 
your children see you reading, so you can encourage them to read. Here's tip number five. Avoid going to sleep before your children go to sleep. Now, you've heard me say this before. Under my podcast, 23 Stupid Things Parents Do to Mess Up Their Children's Lives. But I like to repeat it here, and especially during the school year, that uh, parents need to make sure that they govern every time of their children's lives. They know when their children go to sleep. There's a proper time that they go to sleep. They get sufficient rest all night. And it helps them to grow. And parents, you should go to sleep too. Okay? But you should not go to sleep, generally speaking, before your children go to sleep. Either the same time or after. I know many households where parents go to sleep, mostly even during the school year. And they're in bed at 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. And they leave their children up watching television. Or sometimes, truly, doing their homework. And they have no idea when they went to bed. So again, parents are not providing the discipline. And demonstrating the discipline for their children. Wouldn't it be so nice that if your child really has a deadline for a homework assignment, has a stay up late, that they know that you are there with them? Okay, isn't that good? But the principle is, don't let your children go to bed after you. You make sure that you go to bed, or with them, or after they go to bed. It's very important, and especially during the school year. Okay, keep that in mind. So, I want you to remember these very important tips, and more will be coming soon. So, I'm Barrington Brennan. And you've been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I'm helping you to smile again.